song that applies to this segment about East Palestine, or as I would call it, Palestine. And definitely later in the Sid Rap to that uh, Pisha, that Smendrick, that uh, uh, gnome lady on news director, Letty Shanda. But anyway, uh, Lou, I'm wearing the Bernard McGurk uh, headphones that he wore throughout his career in honor of our colleague who is no longer here. We relate that to you each and every day because uh, we uh, will never forget and we will keep the memory of that great broadcaster alive. But let's go to uh, a person that I think uh, Bernard McGurk, if he were alive today, and almost everyone can agree, never, ever, ever trust government. I don't care if they're Democrats or Republicans. February 3rd at about 8 o'clock, about 150 cars in a train load ended up getting derailed, many of them with toxic chemicals that spread into the air, the ether, the water, the surrounding areas. And then eventually they did a controlled burn of four of the cars with the most dangerous chemicals, and it just has caused all kinds of chaos. Animals sick, fish dying, even reporters who are going to the scene are reporting that they're sick along with residents. But have no fear the EPA chief, of whom nobody knew, Michael Regan, showed up and said what every EPA chief has said, going back to Christine Todd Whitless in the aftermath of 9-11. No problems. You don't need hazmat suits. You don't need respirators, gloves, masks. The air is clean. What a lie Christine Todd Whitless created after 9-11. And what a lie EPA chief Michael Regan has created in the aftermath of the train spill in East Palestine, which should be called Palestine. Trust state and local government. Yes, as a father, I trust the science. I trust the methodology that this state is using. Trust government, state and local. Trust state and local government. I trust the science. Yes, as a father, I trust state and local government. Trust, trust I don't trust state or local government, whether it's Democrats or Republicans. They've all been toasting one another now with champagne with what they say are glasses of tap water from East Palestine. I don't believe any of that. And then all of a sudden, uh, the East Palestine mayor, who nobody knew he was a person of no consequence, all of a sudden it's his day to flex in the national sphere as he talks about what has transpired in his small-town American community and how he didn't want this ever to become political. I would, I would never turn anybody away. Um, this has been made into a political uh, pawn game. Uh, no, I would never turn anybody away. If he wants to come visit, he, you know, he can come visit. I, you know, I, 
we, we don't want to be political pawns. We don't want, you know, we don't want to be a, a soundbite or a news bite. We just want to go back to living our lives, you know, the way they were. Yeah, well, you'll never be able to get back to living your lives the way they were in East Palestine. That's the way I would pronounce it instead of Palestine. And he was responding there because originally he had said to Buttigieg, 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 the transportational secretary, not to come. And also that was in reference of uh, former President Donald Trump. But as soon as the East Palestine mayor was like halfway through his remarks, he got bogarted at the podium because now it was kumbaya, Democrats and Republicans together. Governor Shapiro from nearby Pennsylvania, who had toasted the Republican Governor DeWine, claiming the water is clean, there's no chemical effluent, there's no danger, just resume a normal life. Notice the kumbaya story they're trying to sell to the population. You need your hip hate. You need your hip-hugging boots here because they're spreading the flotsam and jetsam. I just want to, if I may, I just want to make a, a, a comment. This may be obvious, but I think it's important to point out that a Republican congressman and a Democratic congressman who are here, a Republican governor and a Democratic governor who have been working together on this matter since the moments after that train derailed, even before Norfolk Southern tipped us off to it. This is how government is supposed to work, and we're both working together with the Biden administration to make sure we draw down whatever federal resources there are. Bull feathers. Bull feathers, Shapiro. We remember Governor DeWine, the Republican from Ohio, the Buckeye State, in the aftermath of the uh, train spill on February 3rd. He said if he were living in East Palestine at that time, he would not drink the tap water. He would drink only bottled water. And then all of a sudden he had an epiphany. And within the next 48 hours, uh, everywhere he went uh, in the East Palestine area, He was showing a glass of water as if it was from the tap, claiming, oh, no, no, no. See, I'm drinking it now. It's pure. It's clean. It's it's not tainted. It's not going to become a danger to uh, the fish any longer, to the animals, to the fowl, to any uh, human beings who are walking around, whether Democrat, Republican, apolitical, it doesn't matter, even to reporters. He lied. He lied. He lied. And the lies have just kept pouring out. And the person you would have thought, lickety split, who should have been there. I know a lot of you blame uh, President Joe Biden for not going there and instead going to uh, Poland and the Ukraine and such. I don't blame him for that. The person in charge is the Secretary of Transportation. Buttigieg, 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 Buttigieg. Uh, he was not on uh, maternity leave, as he had been originally, when we had the backup of all the ships and we had the supply issues as a result of all those supplies that still get manufactured in Red China, as much as we claim we want to go to war against uh, Red China, Gordon Chang, it's an act of war, it's an act of war if I hear that anymore. 80% of our products uh, get manufactured in Red China or their subsidiaries and then shipped to America. And if you remember in that first time in which we weren't having products uh, stacking the, stacked up in the shelves. It was because Buttigieg, 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 Buttigieg had taken maternity relief and wasn't doing anything about the backup of supplies coming in the belly of ships into the port of Los Angeles, Oakland, San Francisco, Portland, Seattle, and then DeSantis said, hey, what? Uh, to beat, uh, to beat everybody to the chase, to get the supplies to the East Coast, just come through the Isthmus of Panama, the canal, and come on over to the ports uh, in uh, Florida, and many of them did. 
Well, then all of a sudden, Boudicier was out there taking a brisk walk after I don't know what the hell he was doing in Washington, D.C. with a security entourage unprecedented for Secretary of Transportation. And a reporter came up to him while he was uh, taking his constitution and asked this simple question. Where are you going? Come on. When are you going to East Palestine? What do you have to say to the folks in Ohio, East Palestine, who are suffering right now? Well, I'd refer you to about a dozen interviews I've given today. And uh, if you'd like to arrange a conversation, uh, make sure to reach out to the press office. Oh, and then the conversation got heated from there, although the wind factor was drowning out their voices. Uh, leave it to say that Boudicier was not scraping the barnacles off his backside, getting his rear in gear and planning any time soon of leaving his uh, comfort zone, Washington, D.C., with all the Biden bureaucrats and heading to East Palestine, Ohio. But he had to when the Donald, former President Donald Trump, left Mar-a-Lago, arrived in East Palestine yesterday with... Uh, Man, it looked like cargo containers filled with Trump water. Trump water, Trump water. Wherever former President Trump goes, he always brings his branded product. But it was welcomed and received by the population with massive applause and massive thanks. What this community needs now are not excuses and uh, all of the other things you've been hearing, but answers and results. And that's what I think you're going to say. See, uh, Norfolk Southern needs to fulfill its responsibilities and obligations. And I see that they're starting to come here now, too, because they also were saying they're not coming. But it means that the affected communities beyond the borders of East Palestine are uh, going to be taken care of. And they've said so, and they've said it loud and clear, and I think they probably mean it. I sincerely hope that when your representatives and all of the politicians get here, including Biden, they get back from touring Ukraine, that he's got some money left over, because we're now at $117 billion. And as you probably know, Europe, when you add it all up, is at about $10 billion. That's a big difference, wouldn't you say? Now, that's a great debating point. I applaud former President Donald Trump. He's not calling at this uh, gathering. Ron DeSantis, the sanctimonious meatball Ron. He's not attacking Nikki Haley. He's not doing his uh, typical uh, shtick. He's being serious. And that's when he gets well-received by the population. Well, as a result of Trump going there when Boudicier, 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 Boudicier should have been there, who arrived at the crack of dawn this morning, wearing his industrial protective hat and gear. The Secretary of Transportation, Boudicier, was saying, hey, we welcome everyone's help. And to any national political figure who has decided to get involved in uh, the plight of East Palestine, uh, Palestine, excuse me, uh, I have a simple message, uh, which is I need your help, because if you're serious about this, there is more that we could do to prevent more communities from going through this. But it's so easy, Buttigieg. Just say a welcome former President Donald Trump's offer of help and continued help. You could say his name. You know, you're not going to all of a sudden melt, melt. Oh, there goes that microphone again. How does this microphone, after Sid Rosenberg is in front of it, end up going flaccid? Didn't he shoot some of his steroids into it to make it turgid again? Unbelievable. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the fact is that this is an issue that everybody can rally around. You don't have to be political. The people of East Palestine and surrounding areas 
including in far off Pennsylvania and even in New York and throughout Ohio, are going to be in desperate need of help because you know and I know, whether it's Republicans or Democrats, you cannot trust the government. Trust state and local government. Yes, as a father, I trust the science. I trust the methodology that this state is using. Trust government, state and local. Trust state and local government. I trust the science. Yes, as a father, I trust state and local government. Trust, trust, state and local government. Never, never, never. Ladies and gentlemen, you always have to be a free agent, regardless of your party affiliation, whether you're a Republican, whether you're a Democrat, whether you're an independent, even if you're apolitical. Go back to the Ronald Reagan uh, slogan, trust but verify. Uh, I don't even believe that. I said you have to verify first and then maybe you earn our trust. When I saw Shapiro appear with DeWine and they tried to show some solidarity, even though nothing had been dealt with, and they're talking about how they're working hand in hand and how they're drinking water from the tap in East Palestine together forever, you know right away that's bull feathers. The same way I knew when then-President Barack Obama went to Flint when the water was tainted and in his presentation uh, from the podium at the former United Auto Workers Assembly Hall He reached under the podium, he took out a glass of water, he drank it and said, the water in Flint is safe. The President of the United States is drinking it. (laughs) You better believe they poured some Evian water in there. He wasn't drinking water from Flint. Never, ever, ever trust any of your elected or appointed officials. Let me do the spin on what Ronald Reagan said. Let them verify first, and maybe, just maybe, then they'll earn our collective trust. This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. a Bay Ridge morning for yours truly. I felt I was back with the square heads, the Norwegians. Whoever ye have a parade to Eric the Red, Lee Ferrickson claiming they discovered the new world. Yeah, knock yourself out. They were the great, greatest uh, seamen of all time. My father, a seaman for 54 years, said the Norwegians were the best. But that's not why we're talking about them, as is indicative of the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin. They talk about coming from the ice and the snow, and whether you grew up a squarehead in Norway, in Oslo, or Finland, or in Russia. One of the traditions was in the midst of winter, when it might be 20 degrees below zero wind chill factor, 
You would carve a hole in the lake, not go uh, fishing, uh, ice fishing, but rather jump in. Jump in, and the squareheads and the Finns and the Russians would say, it's invigorating. And then uh, every year on January 1st, although of late because of global warming and climate change, when the Polar Bear Club assembles in Coney Island or near Asbury Park, uh, and they go diving into the ocean. It's not the same when it's 40 degrees instead of 20 degrees below zero. But anyway, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, with problems mounting in New York City everywhere you look after a year. Uh, just look at the analytics. It's actually worse than it was. During the eight years of Comrade Bill de Blasio, the part-time mayor, the dope from Park Slope, And yet he does things and he posts things on his own personal Twitter page, Facebook page, uh, news story pages, which he lends them the video that lend themselves to say to anybody looking from outside looking in, Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. What the hell are you spending so much time babying yourself when what is needed is attention to the severe problems of New York City. So he posted yesterday this holistic homeopathic routine. He now says that he goes through where he's shilling uh, for products. I don't know how much he's getting paid. I've never seen this done before by a sitting mayor. But he talks about how he loves taking ice baths for his breathing work, listen intently because he's speaking very low, you know, in that holistic homeopathic way in which I guess said Rosemary Glue, instead of getting into a hot tub with him, we'll have to get into a tub full of ice. My name is Eric Adams and I took the deep cold dive for 90 seconds. It was intense, but also learned how to breathe. We'll really benefit from the breath work. And then he went on to tag off again for a company. I'm not going to uh, promote the company because he obviously got paid as a product endorser. I can't believe this. This may, uh, it's all about show me the money. Show me the money. That's what it's all about because he gets wine dined in pocket line. Notice how he tags off of this commercial for a product that he claims that he is now using once a week, taking ice baths. I enjoyed this so much. And the joy is that this is only the beginning. There are many more layers to how to continue to become the better person that we all desire. It starts with breath. You know what this is? This is his way of telling NYCHA residents, all 330,000, in all the NYCHA buildings, the public housing projects in the five boroughs, get ready. We're running out of money to support NYCHA, so you're going to have to be taking cold baths and cold showers. Don't worry. The mayor would never ask you to do something that he's not doing. Get ready. And I've never seen such an outpouring of venom towards the mayor for this. And actually on top of going to Club Zero Bond till the break of dawn, and all of his uh, non-mayoral, non-governmental activity that he is constantly tweeting about, social networking about, even from his own supporters. You go on his own Twitter account. You go to any of the Twitter accounts. Let me just give you sort of a panoply of some of the responses. And again, ladies and gentlemen, this is from some of his hardcore supporters. Uh, Can you please go to work? 
He's everywhere but his office. Last week, he canceled an appearance at my kid's school after being late for two hours. Just canceled. Put a shirt on and get to work. No one is here for this. No one. What the, you know what? Now, Lou, this would uh, suggest why he's such good friends. It's Ebony and Ivory with Sid Rosenberg. Sid Rosenberg loves running around without a shirt on, and so does Eric Adams. In this video, Eric Adams just has a, uh, a set of skivvies on, and that's it. And he's like uh, buck naked, right? Just like Sid Rosenberg likes to preen around. Here's another response. Please start posting things related to doing your job. Let's all try voting Republican next time if we want some real change. Another person tweets, how is this helping to make the sitter a better place? Taking ice baths? Another folk uh, say, you had to be kidding us. Do you post these things on purpose to get people riled up? Self-care is great and all, but it's like you forgot about the residents of the city. Another Twitter uh, account says... Try focusing on affordable housing because what's on Housing Connect is not affordable housing. It must be nice to try new things at the taxpayer's expense while the middle class in New York is dwindling and leaving. Another person tweets, does this breathing issue have anything to do with being a New York City resident? Does New York State cover this type of treatment for every citizen? Isn't this for the celebrities and the super rich? If not, we do not care. How do you keep missing the mark, Eric Adams? Another Twitter account says, Mayor, are you getting baptized? Happy for you, please. Come to 125th Lexington Avenue in Harlem. Clean out the streets. Another Twitter account says, Okay, time to remove this guy. Another one says, This dude's been playing pianos, getting pedicures, Wearing shiny swag, jet skiing in the dirty East River, parading all over the city. He does a lot. The only thing he doesn't do is get stuff done. Boy, he forgot to mention that half that time, um, Sid Rosenberg, his partner, Ebony and Ivory, is with him. Another Twitter account says, when's this guy's start date for the job he got? Another Twitter account, this clown, he just doesn't care. Would you fix the damn city? Another Twitter account, fantastic. Will this help stop the crime all over New York City? And then finally, so basically this mayor is living his best life while the city is continuing to fall apart. Bye. I'm out of here. These were from his supporters. I mean, can you imagine in the midst of all this mishigash, the mayor of the city of New York is styling and profiling like a peacock, just like his buddy Sid Rosenberg, who goes to the gym every day, who goes to the tanning salon, who gets Botox, and we have to hear all about that endlessly, right? And then he posts the photos and the videos. They're like two peas in a pod, like a soup and a sandwich, like a horse in a carriage. Except they're both horses' asses. Nobody cares. Now, what somebody does care about yesterday... I talked about AOC, all out crazy, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, uh, leader of the Democratic Socialists of America and the Justice Warriors. And uh, all of that was on WABC. You can see it on Instagram's page, the WABC Instagram page. Check it out at 77 WABC Radio. Now, that's serious. Taking on AOC and her mini-me, Caban, as they try to eliminate the police and eliminate prisons, 
And as you know, we did that when we opened up on uh, uh, Tuesday night, the Ronald Reagan Republican Club right in the heart of their motherland, Astoria, to be continued. I will continue to give you updates. That war is heating up. In fact, you may have seen this morning, I joined Marie Bartiroma on the Fox Business Morning Show, and it was like a meeting of two Brooklynites, because I remember Maria. Uh, grew up in Diker Heights. Her father owned a manor restaurant. She went to Fontbon uh, Hall Academy right in Bay Ridge, the all-female school. And she's just risen up the ranks. And it was uh, she took a photo. She tweeted it out. It was like uh, Brooklyn United again, and she was in agreement. She loved the term, Lou. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. Now, you notice how when Sid Rosenberg always talks about his friend, Joseph uh, Tapioca, had ta- Tacopini, a oh, great lawyer. We both went to Poly Prep Day School. There's an article about that very school that uh, birthed uh, Sid Rosenberg and his guests. I think he's on tomorrow when I'm on. I'm on 7.05 as I'm on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7.05. I think Joseph Tapioca had Tacopina, whatever her name is. Uh, will also be on, and actually they'll be swapping spit about their days in poly prep day school. Cost sixty thousand dollars a year, sixty thousand dollars a year. And then it turns out that one of the people who is opposed to charter schools, State Senator Jabari Brisbane, is a proud graduate of poly prep day school where his parents were paying sixty thousand dollars a year, but for blue collar working class parents. No Catholic schools for you as they close. No charter schools for you as they are eliminated. And then I had to sit through listening to Noam Laden. That Schmendrick, that Pischer, so afraid of his own shadow. You know, um, he was recalling how he had been viciously attacked at the garage right outside of the 19th precinct near our uh, headquarters here on the Upper East Side, near our uh, studios here. And how uh, he had been attacked by a homeless guy with an orange cone yesterday. Then today he gave us an update as he was coming out of that same garage. And he was in fear, fright, hysteria, and flight. So I give him that look. I start, And then I, I started to walk. And then I said, oh, this guy's going to do it again. So I ran. I ran down East 51st Street. No, no, you just started running? Yes. Were you yelling like Ben Stiller? Oh, no. my God. Oh, my God. He's going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thankfully, he did not come after me. And I made it to the uh, front door of this lobby here at the radio station. I'm okay. I just went to Dwayne Reed before this show, and I got him a six-pack of Coca-Cola and a six-pack of Pepsi-Cola, depending on which he likes, because according to a study, Coca-Cola and Pepsi-Cola, if you drink it, can lead to growing testicles and having higher testosterone levels. And clearly, Noam Layden lost his testicles and his manhood a long, long time ago. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. Spectacular. Now, here's the sin wrap-up. Boy, got, got to pay back. Pay back. 
Godfather of Soul, Soul Brother Number One, James Brown, with one of my all-time favorite songs. Oh boy, the payback, and I am going to get my revenge on that picture, that Schmendrick gnome laden. As I was listening to Sid Rosenberg and his uh, friends, I noticed that uh, Gnome Laden came out of nowhere to be a sickle fan, toady, and lackey. On behalf of Bodito, for Sid's purposes, listen to him as he describes listening to a conversation that I had with Bodito just yesterday. Gnome Laden, yeah. uh, from when you're sitting, how far would you say you were from that studio where Bo and Curtis were? Uh, 25 feet. 25 feet. And and in 25 feet, you can hear exactly what the two men were discussing. Uh, well, truth be told, they were actually in a podcast studio, which okay. has become Curtis's office. And so when I saw the uh, Bo go in there, I said, oh, this is not going to be good. I better mm. better stand by. You know, I'm Mr. Tough Guy sure. in case there's right. a fight breaking out. Right. So I took a picture of the two of them in the studio, and I sent it to you. And I said, look what's going down right now. Yeah. Right? I sent that picture to you. And the guys who were in the podcast studio, they opened the mics so oh. we could hear the conversation. Oh, my God. You can't do that? <laughs> it's brilliant. I love it. So with the mics being open, did you hear these two words? That's all I want to get. Right. Did you hear the two words from Curtis's mouth? I'm sorry. I, it was three words, actually. It was Bo, I'm sorry. Wow. You know, what a rat. What a rat gnome lady is taking photos uh, out of sight, out of mind, like a Linda Tripp was with Monica Lewinsky. From now on, I'm going to be calling gnome Layden Linda Tripp. And then he's sitting there with Sid, who then decides to take advantage of the situation because I'm not here to pimp slap me on air. Not only did you give me the information, right? and I don't want to make Curtis angrier than he is, not only did you give me the information, you didn't even wait till I got here. You texted me when I had left the station already yesterday. You're like, right. take a look at this. <laughs> Curtis just apologized like a little bitch. Hmm. <laughs> wait till tomorrow, 7.05. I'll get Sid, who has uh, left the studio... And that picture, that Schmendrick, Noam Laden. But then it was Sid, you know, like an altakacha, an altakacha, complaining, moaning, and groaning. I'm miserable. Everything hurts. I'm miserable. Everything hurts. You know why he needs to take a Bengay bath, Lou? Because he's patting himself so hard on the back every five seconds that he needs to go for a chiropractic adjustment. Especially as he invites his sickle fans, toadies, and lackeys to come on and kiss his humongous ass, just like Frank Morano does every morning. This Mama Luke. Congratulations, right, right back at you. Well, eleven is uh, nice, and I'm very proud of that, and grateful to the listeners. Uh, to do over a seven and a half in mornings in New York uh, is unprecedented. I mean, I think the last time that uh, WABC had those kind of numbers in the mornings, uh, Herb Oscar Anderson or Harry Harrison was doing mornings on WABC. I mean, God, this morning he kissed both cheeks. Yesterday was just one cheek. But it wasn't just Frank Morano, the Mama Luke. And by the way, he didn't mention I beat him on the other side at midnight on the weekends with my ratings. <laughs> no, they never mentioned me. Of course not. But here's Bill O'Reilly also coming to the love fest. It's like it was pal- polyamorous this morning. 
With you, it's authenticity, uh, native New Yorker, ethnic guy, been around, got hammered, uh, <laughs> then um, arose from that, which shows character. And, and it might not be – and New Yorker listeners to WABC might not be able to articulate all that, but they know it. God. Well, Rodney, making it sound like Sid Rosenberg was resurrected from the dead. Like Jesus Christ, like Lazarus. Oh, my God. And then once again, Sid, because of all this fake, faux, fagazi praise, was talking about how he's so tired, he's so aching. I'm miserable. Everything hurts. Of course, you're patting yourself so hard on your back, you've got to go for a chiropractic adjustment, Sid. And then finally... He's flexing, talking about his ratings again. I read, I read, I read. The show has gone up in the last four months, 69% from a 4.8, which is outrageous, to a 7.6, which is out of this world. That's why, folks. I've been saying it for a long time. No, 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 Sid. Uh, 4.8 to a 7.6, and what's the only difference in the last four months? Come on, Macedonia Phil. When did I start to come on in the mornings, which said 7.05? First it was once a week. Then it was twice a week. Now it's three times a week. Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays at 7.05. Because Sid sees the ratings when I'm on. They are super spectacular. They have pushed him from a 4.6 to a 7.6. And tomorrow, I'm going to demand my piece of respect and also my piece of having given him these ratings that he's always crowing about tomorrow, 705.